I would just sit there like an idiot. Usually I would just fall asleep when I got my hair cut because I didn't, I didn't feel like I fit in either. But what if, if I fit in there, would I fit in here? That's an interesting, important question to ask. They're feeling the pain of not fitting in now. But what they don't realize is that not fitting in in that group is actually what's best for them. And later on, they're going to have outcomes that are unbelievable that will be because they were willing to not fit in in that group. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another episode of Next Level University where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Happy Saturday. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was episode number 1383, a simple reason why so many people don't believe in themselves. We talked all about time today for episode number 1384, the upside of not fitting in. So maybe you're imagining or thinking to yourself right now, how could there possibly be an upside to me not feeling like I fit in? I was talking to somebody recently, and this person was being very vulnerable with me, which I'm always grateful for when I'm talking to somebody. And they said, you know, it's hard. I, I'm in these different group chats with people who are watching baseball every night, and they're talking about fantasy baseball, and they're talking about all this stuff, and I don't feel like I'm part of that anymore. I don't feel like I'm one of them. I don't feel like I belong in that group anymore. And this was a very interesting moment for me because as a, what I would consider a somewhat seasoned entrepreneur now, I mean, obviously we have a long, long, long way to go to, to figure all this out. We never will, but six years is a good amount of time to be an entrepreneur, full-time mm-hmm. entrepreneur. I Most said, look, people don't make it there. Right. Right. 94% of businesses fail within the first five years. So we are we are in the top 6% of all businesses. Yeah, I, I will take that. I tried to give a perspective from that, from that level of experience. I said, look, from a, from a human experience, I have a ton of empathy and I can imagine that really sucks. It probably really sucks because you feel like your identity is starting to shift and you're not sure where it's going and you're, you're kind of miss your old identity and some of the creature comforts that came with that. I said, as an entrepreneur, entrepreneur to entrepreneur, I am so excited for you that that's happening because the opposite of that probably isn't good for you. You're not going to get to where you want to get to. I know we did a similar episode a while ago where we were talking about uh, being lonely. Sometimes being lonely is not a bad thing. This is very much in the same line where in order, this is the interesting thing, in order to fit in with a new audience, a new identity, a new crowd, you kind of have to not fit in where you are first. And then you go through lonely lands and you go through this time of questioning everything and trying to figure out who you are. And eventually you start to figure out who you're becoming. And the downside of fitting in certain circles is just as important as the upside of fitting in other ones. And that's what I was trying to convey to this person is I know it sucks and your natural tendency is going to say or to be, I want to get more of that. 
I want I need to find a way to get back into that environment. I need to find a way to get back into that circle. I need to find a way to make more time for whatever it may be. And I said, honestly, I think part of this is the internal battle of you knowing you're not going to be able to do that like everybody else. And I said, I know that sucks. Trust me. Trust me. I have become very, very, very particular about what I'm willing to dedicate myself to because I know there's only a couple things, right? I love watching fights, so that's something I do, but that's Saturday night, so that's easy enough. But like, I'm not an avid, you know, I don't really watch hockey. I don't really watch football. I don't really watch bat. I don't really watch anything else because I get kind of that one vice and that's what I choose to use it on. But I feel like an outsider when people are talking about sports. I don't feel like I fit in. I remember when I used to live down where, closer to where Alan lives, I would go to the barber shop, and you. I think you still go to that barber shop. Yeah. And I no, remember not lately. Uh, yes. Same. Same. <laughs> I remember thinking to myself, I don't. I do not fit in here. I don't know what's going on with the music that they're listening to. I don't know what's going on with. The, the sports teams, I have no clue what's going on. I would just sit there like an idiot. Usually I would just fall asleep when I got my hair cut because I didn't, I didn't feel like I fit in either. But would, if, if I fit in there, would I fit in here? That's an interesting, important question to ask. I mean, think about where you'd be if you did fit in. Because I feel the same way. Yeah, I can imagine. But... This is one thing that I don't think a lot of people want to admit, and we're all about uncomfortable truths at NLU. If you do want an extraordinary life, you're not going to be able to fit in doing ordinary things. So, and this is a question for everyone, all of our listeners, is it possible to live an extraordinary, magnificent, exceptional life without doing extraordinary, magnificent, exceptional things? And the answer that I've come up with is absolutely not. And what I mean by ordinary is common. What I mean by ordinary is average. So if you look at any bell curve, I mean, the most common restaurant in the world is McDonald's. You know, and I... I have nothing against McDonald's. I love McFlurries. Love them. And I get McDonald's occasionally. But if I got McDonald's every day, I'm not going to have an extraordinary physique. I And I think that that's just... We feel the pain of the downside long before we get the benefits of the upside. So this person that you're referring to, they're feeling the pain of not fitting in now. But what they don't realize is that not fitting in in that group is actually what's best for them. Yeah. And, and later on, they're going to have outcomes that are unbelievable that will be because they were willing to not fit in in that group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's it's a very hard thing to work through. It's very hard because it, you can feel everything shifting. And it's a, it's a scary thing. I mean, if, if one of your biggest fears is being alone, I can understand why you'd say, you know what? I don't know. I don't know if I want to keep growing like this because what happens if I do? Like who what's the what's the safety net on that end? Like who are the people holding the safety net on that end? I completely understand. Now more than ever because I've I've seen that very very often for people. But I I don't know. I think that's how you end up with regret. You end up with regret doing this that stuff forever. Right? And again, maybe maybe baseball 
if baseball to you is like UFC is to me or mixed martial arts is to me, like I understand not wanting to lose that. I, I will not lose that. It's very important to me that I don't lose that because I love it. I have such a passion for the sport. I'm, I train like I, I love, I'm wearing a UFC sweatshirt right now. I don't even know that. I love it. It lights me up. I, I'm, there is a fight next Saturday. I'm already, not this Saturday, not tonight if you're listening, next week. I am so excited to watch this. I cannot explain. Like, I'm excited. You can see me get animated. But I love that, right? I love, I love the sport. That's not something I want to give up. But if Alan came to me and said, hey, man, you know, you can't watch UFC every night. You're not going to be able to watch UFC every night if they have, like, fights on at 1 o'clock on, in the afternoon on a Wednesday. Like, you're not going to be able to do that. I understand. Of course I'm not going to be able to do that during the week. Unless Luck- you don't want to achieve your goals. Right. That's right. one thing that I think I want to make as clear as possible here is you well, can do fantasy real, baseball. Real, yeah, real quick ahead. though, real quick, depending on the size of your goals too. Yes. Because 100%. this person had very large goals where it's like, that ain't it for you. If well, what's your truth about that person? From my perspective, knowing that person, there's no way they can be in that group and achieve their dreams. 100%. I, okay. That's, yeah, that's why How I would do you know that? Because I think that this is the belonging issue that we all face. I've I've struggled with this tremendously and I want to make sure I share something that I think will end in a second. But they have a very that person has a very similar fear to you of of being alone. That's that's why it's harder for that person because they're one of their big fears is being alone. And here's the interesting thing: they don't know a ton of entrepreneurs. The entrepreneurs they know are super busy. Of so course, it's like you're not yeah. going to see them very often. It almost is. It's almost like you can have, and again, I'm not saying they're not quality humans. I'm not saying that. But it's almost like you can have a lot of people to kind of hold space or very few people who are really like the highlights. And I'm not saying that holding space is bad. I'm just saying they're not having these conversations. And that's something that this person values. So think of it this way. They all have a core value of baseball. But most of them do not have a core value of growth. They don't. They don't have a core belief that growth is uh, necessary, or growth is the way to success. Or they don't believe that they. They don't aspire to become the most holistic, successful versions of themselves. It's great that they all have a similar core value of baseball, but that's not enough to maintain yeah. everything else. That's why relationships are so hard. Alan and I might like the same thing, but we also might not like a lot of the same things. And it's like, if, so to this point, you and I had a conversation. I was telling, I was talking to somebody at one point and they were like, well, you and Alan would still be friends if it wasn't for the podcast, right? And I was like, no, definitely not. I'd like, (laughs) Alan would like me and I would like him, but we wouldn't spend, no, I'm not, we're not going to talk every day. (laughs) <laughs> it's the it's this. This is what keeps us together. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Our our relate relationship, our marriage, quote unquote, our business marriage is this. This is what keeps us together. This is the core value. I we gotta go f- deeper on that. I think that's the that's the value. I want to go deeper on that because please, please, personal growth <clears throat> and holistic self improvement is something that you and I adore, and our relationship was built on that. Yes. It was built on other things that we weren't aware of. We both didn't have dads. We both had low self-worth. We both had big dreams and we both were super lonely at the same time. Like there's, we both also had 
struggles in intimate relationships that we didn't understand. Like we had a lot of, you know, a lot of it was very synergistic. Mm. We were there for each other during some of our hardest times. But underneath all of it, the one thing that's never changed and never going to change is that we're both obsessed with personal growth, particularly holistic and particularly character driven. Who you are as a person matters more than what you achieve. Self-improvement. And when Kevin and I didn't get along back in high school, it's because we had different core values. We didn't have any similar core values, I should say. Um, He was into sports. I was into achievement. And every relationship on planet Earth is built on common core values, whether we like it or not. If you love UFC and I don't, that is something that we both cannot mutually love. And we're not you're not going to invite me to go to a fight. I'm Derek Smith, and I just wanted to talk to you real quick about group coaching. I found it to be very beneficial. The biggest thing that I got from it was definitely the tap out and keeping track of the daily habits. It's much easier to get these priorities done when it's scheduled. That way you know that you're doing them first compared to trying to fit them in later. So scheduling it and getting that done first and then having something accountable every single day to do those was definitely beneficial. So if you're thinking about giving group coaching a chance, you should definitely do it. So let's say Kev in the future, he he wants to go to a UFC event. He's not going to invite me. So that's time we're not going to spend together. That's okay. But I, I want everyone to really try to understand the fact that every relationship in your life is predicated on a mutual goal or a mutual core value. Usually we don't see it that way. And this is why families usually have such challenges when they grow older, because when you're younger, you don't really know who you are yet. But as you get older and older and older and older and older, you're still running these same family traditions that you no longer agree with. Now you have your own household and it's there's, you just, over time, you have much less in common with your, with your fam bam. Most likely that's what I've seen from coaching so many people. And I wanted to share this as well. So Emilia is leaving her full-time corporate job. She worked in IT for a billion-dollar pharmaceutical company called Alchemies. She did a lot of amazing work there, and she is actually going to be going full-time entrepreneur. And I said to her, I said, I can't wait. I'm so pumped. She's scared. Not in a, you know, she's she's just vulnerable. Like, yeah, no, this is crazy. This is a hell of a transition. This is my dream. This is what I've always wanted, but I'm scared, right? I'm personally pumped because I'm going to feel more seen, more understood and more valued because I've been an entrepreneur for six years and I know what it's like where you don't have any safety net. If Kevin and I aren't successful and we aren't working hard and working smart and getting better, all of this goes away. We don't have a check coming in regardless. And there's no glass ceiling either. You know, there, there, and that's one thing that's a whole nother conversation, but there's no safety net, but there's also no ceiling. We can, we can aspire and, and NLU can grow as law as large as we can become capable of growing it. So it's amazing. Right. But I'm so pumped for her to be an entrepreneur too, because before she's always been entrepreneurial. She's had dozens of different businesses, genuinely like all kinds of different ones, but she's never been a full-time entrepreneur. So she's about to go from half-time entrepreneur to full-time entrepreneur, and I'm pumped because now I know her and I are going to connect on an even deeper level. And at the end of the day, my point is you can only connect with people 
to the extent that you have aligned common core values and core aspirations and core beliefs. And what's really one more deep layer to that is your core beliefs have to be congruent with your core aspirations. One tiny example. Kevin and I have decided that we want to have the most successful holistic self-improvement company in history. That's an infinite game. That's a huge goal. That's not a relatable goal. But we have to have a core belief that goes with that. And the core belief is that that's possible, that personal growth is going to change the world, that people, once they see the value of personal growth, really will get addicted to it in a positive way. We have to have all these beliefs underneath it. People think like, oh, my beliefs are my beliefs. Your beliefs have to be shaped by what you're going for and what you value. So, for example, you love UFC, Kev. You can't, you can't be against fighting and love UFC. You see what I mean? Have you ever met someone who's against violence and they think UFC is bad? Yeah, you course. can't believe that and still value UFC. So our beliefs are actually molded by our values and by our aspirations more than we realize, right? You, If your car is a gas car, the, the dream car, you have to believe that fossil fuels are okay, mm-hmm. even if they're not, by the way. <laughs> but I want to make that clear. All of your relationships completely predicated on what you're shooting for, what you value, and what you believe. And all of those things are changing and evolving and adapting. And that's why what you used to fit in with, you don't anymore. You are literally and metaphorically and physically different than you used to be. Mind, body, heart, and soul, you are different. Kevin is so much different than he was six years ago. You can't hang out with the same people and not freak out. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's just either that or you have to dial who you really are way down, which isn't is deeply unfulfilling. Unless they're growing at a similar rate. Right. right. If they're growing at a similar rate, then that that's the beauty of it. But that's that's kind of what we're talking about is in that friend group where everybody's talking about fantasy baseball, they're not they don't have the goals and the aspirations and they're not tracking habits. There is going to be a level of contrast. That's what's happening. And what's happening is what is necessary for this person to accomplish their goals is not necessary for them it's not necessary for the rest of the group that's what that's where contrast comes from contrast comes from that there was a i don't i don't know i saw a graph recently and i don't remember exactly what it was i think it was like the amount of friends people have as they age something like that love that and i remember i was thinking to myself after i looked at it it's like it peaks when you're the youngest like probably like high school, college age, I think is when it peaks. Yeah. And then it starts to go down pretty drastically. Obviously, it makes sense. And I think one of the reasons is because as you get older in life, you start to understand your core values more. Yep. It's like, okay, I used to party and I don't party anymore. So anybody who still parties, I'm probably not going to spend that much time with. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Right? I think about that. I don't have any... I don't have anybody in my life that drinks consistently. Me neither. And nothing, like again, I mean, I'll, again, I'll have a whiskey every once in a while, but I'm not drinking every weekend. I don't, but I, I don't used have to have a ton of people. Of course. Because I course. used to drink regularly, right? So yeah, that, of course. That's a perfect example. When I used yeah. to drink regularly, all my friends also drank regularly. Yeah. And that's why they were there. That's why they were there. And that that's was a okay. core value that you I'm not making yeah, that wrong, right? It's You go to a concert with Kevin because you want to go to the concert. 
people think that you want to hang out with them to hang out with them. That's part of it, but it's not the whole equation. Mm. Yeah. And I think that that a lot of people don't like that. Emotionally driven people struggle with that. And I understand. And I've struggled with that a lot too. It's like, well, you don't talk to me as much as you used to. It's like, yeah, we don't play Halo anymore, man. Mm. I, I we were trying to get together for land parties. We were playing Halo. We were, one of my buddies like, "Oh, you know, have you tried Halo 5 yet?" "No, I haven't tried Halo 5 yet." One of my other friends texted me about Diablo 2, a game we used to play. They remastered it decades <laughs> later. And and again, it's all good. He's still playing Diablo, Diablo 2. 2. That's all fine. I'm not going to play Diablo 2 with you. I I can't. This man, this version of me. I'm not going back to when I was a kid. Now, could I have fun doing it? Could I visit every now and then if I wanted to? Yes. The law of trade-offs. I have chosen not to play Diablo 2. I have chosen not to play Halo. I, I have not chosen to quit movies. I love movies. I told Emilia, I know I love movies more than you. I don't want to give them up. I love them. That is my one vice, just like yours is, you know, um, UFC. UFC. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to give that up. Maybe I'll change my mind in the future. And so if you're out there listening, what is it that you're not willing to give up? What's a core value that regardless of how much you grow, you just don't want to give up this thing? This is so near and dear to you. And then the other stuff, you you might have to. You honestly probably will have to. You know, if all of us were doing what we were doing at 17, we'd be in some serious trouble. Mm-hmm. You know, I look back to my teens and it's like, okay, definitely had to get rid of that. You know, and and that's just growing. That's growth. And so this person that we originally started talking about, they're growing. That's that's the growing pains. To me, that's the most difficult part of growing pains is just you have so much less in common. The moment you set huge goals, the moment you put personal growth first, you have so much less in common. Seriously. Last thing I'll say before we hop out. So this is an interesting thing. In the in the mixed martial arts world. People would say you're like a, a newbie if you say, I like UFC. Because there's a bunch of other leagues. There's Bellator, there's PFL, there's one championship. There's many, many different leagues of mixed martial arts. It's different. It's not like the NFL where there's really only one place or NBA or whatever it is. The reason I keep saying I follow UFC, which is a league within a sport, is because I don't have time to follow the other ones. That's why I've chosen one. I can't keep up with five other organizations and watch... There's some fights on Fridays, some have like in the middle of the week. I, I That, I'm I'm not committed to that. But Saturday night, you will find my butt on the couch, most likely for the rest of my life, or at the place, at the arena watching it. I'd like to do that in the very near future. Um, but that's the one thing I've chosen. I've kind Depending of let go. Depending on how Q3 goes. Yeah. <laughs> there's, one, there's one in Boston. I was looking. I was looking, and then I saw the ticket prices, and I was like, yeah. And also, I've been... In person, it's just not the same. You can't really see what's going on. It's only two two humans in a cage. If you're in the nosebleeds, you can't see anything. You're watching it on the screen anyway. Right. Plus, you can't have your your bed or your My couch Taco Bell? and your Taco Bell or whatever. Yeah, they it is, they probably know? won't allow me to stash Taco Bell in. Do you mind if I bring in my gordita crunch? You don't. It's not a big deal, right? <laughs> I do it in the theater. Guys, yeah, I know. I know. Emilia has a big bag. Excuse me, sir. That's her purse. I know there's Qdoba coming out of the side. Yeah, why of does it. it smell like yeah. Mexican food? <laughs> why does it? Oh, don't worry about that. No, don't worry about that. It's my new cologne. I'm glad we. I'm glad we did this episode, especially after. I don't know. I feel like these are these are really important episodes because eventually this will happen. 
it happens again. Oh yeah, you, forever. Right? This is just like, a, it's a layer one of, yeah, what's going to happen eventually is you might outgrow the people that you've been growing with too. Mm-hmm. Or you might get outgrown by the people you've been growing with. So it, it happens on both ends. So this is one of those kind of evergreen episodes where you can always come back to because I don't know if this is something that's going to go away. So mm-hmm. I'm glad we did this one. Next Level Nation, as you hear me talk about so very often, and I talk about the things that I believe in the most, we have a private Facebook group called Next Level Nation where you can join and you can be yourself. If you're looking for positivity, inspiration daily, if you're looking to meet other like-minded people, if you're looking to find a place where you feel like you belong, Next Level Nation is the place. We created it as a group that we would have wanted, right? So that's one thing we're focused on every single day. Link is in the show notes. We would love to have you. We will see you over there. If you've been feeling lonely, if you feel like you're outgrowing other people, if you feel like you need some more direction, you need some more structure, you've been doing a little bit too much wandering during the spring or summer months, group coaching starts on July 11th. Get on a team of like-minded people. It's just like back in the day when you were on a sports team and you happened to be in better shape. It's accountability, it's coaching, it's a curriculum, it's, it's train tracks that are going to keep you on track. So the link will be in the show notes. Reach out to Kevin or myself for the promo code. It comes to less than $96 per month. It will pay for itself in the long run. I promise you that. What you will learn will be valuable, valuable, valuable. Tomorrow for episode number 1,385. I feel like we've been in the 1300s for years. I know. You know, I don't know. Maybe I'm counting wrong. It's very possible. I don't know. You become what you say you are. I've had a, a very recent awareness or identity shift. I don't know. I'm very excited to talk about it because I think it'll make for a really powerful episode. So make sure you tune in tomorrow for that. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we don't have fans. We have family. We'll talk to you all tomorrow. Keep growing. Next Level Nation. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.